Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I've been feeling tired, somewhat defeated, and I always want to keep it real with you. I always want to be honest. I always want to be open and as transparent and vulnerable as I can be, um, as much as makes sense. And that also, you know, keeps a healthy boundary for my family and myself. And so today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm just going to kind of share from my heart. So we'll see how this goes, but I want to speak from my heart and really just tell you where I am and kind of some things that I've been feeling. I think that you're feeling it too. I put a poll on stories on Wednesday and asked if you felt like life has just kind of been a lot lately. Like it's just felt really heavy. And I think it kind of felt the same way when COVID like shutdown started and we were all told to quarantine and schools went virtual or we didn't go back to school and everything kind of shifted. And I'm wondering if part of it has to do with, you know, another school season, an influx of this new variant, the new strain, and how that might potentially affect our lives, our kids' lives, and just our world in general. I know that locally for us, it is impacting families. We have a lot of people who are sick and hurting and losing loved ones, and it's very scary. It's also hit close to home for us as we've had sickness in our house as well. And so it's something that is real, and it's something that is scary, and I think it's okay to feel scared. You don't have to pretend like you're okay and that you're fine and strong when you really are scared or if you really are anxious or worried, it's okay. But if you feel like that life has just been like a lot of you getting knocked back down and getting back up and knocked back down and getting back up and maybe like some unexpected decisions you've had to make, some hard transitions, some hard decisions, unexpected bumps in the road, just things that have come up that really either knocked you completely flat on your face or just came out of nowhere. I think a lot of us are feeling that. A lot of us are dealing with that. And so that's kind of just what I want to share today. I want to just speak from my heart and kind of address some of these things that I think we're all dealing with and then kind of talk about practically, okay, what does that look like? What can we do? What should we be doing? So let's start with, well, I kind of already addressed COVID and that is, you know, a very real thing that is happening in our world and in our country. And like I said, our small community here, I don't know about where you live, but our community has been hit hard and a lot of people are just facing a lot of heartbreak and loss from this virus and the sickness and it's very scary. It's very nerve-wracking, especially whenever it hits close to home for you and someone in your family is positive. It just kind of gives you a whole new perspective of things. It kind of makes things more real, and then all of the anxieties and the fears that you had all of a sudden become reality for you. It becomes real, whereas before I would worry about these things and I was anxious about these things. It wasn't something we were actually dealing with in real time. It was a risk, but it wasn't a confirmed thing we were battling. And so that's kind of what we've had the past week in our home. And so it's been a lot. Um, I kind of haven't shared about it publicly, but I wanted to be able to share, hopefully, at the beginning of the week, we're going to be in the clear. And, and that's the scary part is that you just never know. And what I've had to realize with my anxiety is just that with anything, you never know. So there are so many unknowns. There are so many what ifs in life that if you lived afraid of 
every single one of them, then you just wouldn't live. And I know because I used to live from that place. For years, I lived from that place out of fear, out of fear of what ifs and all the anxiety that I used to carry. And so COVID actually really helped to awaken me to the fact that I can't live my life in fear. It doesn't mean that we live recklessly. It just means that we don't live from a place of fear. I know a lot of people have chosen to share a status on social media or go on social media and kind of talk about what they're kind of going through in real time. I was hesitant to do that. I don't know why. It just made me nervous because I kind of wanted to make sure we were all going to be okay first before sharing. But at the end of the day, I know that we are not in control. And so it doesn't matter when we share. It doesn't matter how we share. It just is what it is at the end of the day. And all we can do, what is in our control, is to build health at home and do the things that we know to do and fueling our body and really nourishing our body and getting outside and breathing fresh air and the sunshine and all of those things that are kind of common sense, but a lot of us don't do because it's not very convenient. We've really been trying to hunker down on those things and make sure we're being consistent with those things. So that's kind of why I was hesitant to, you know, not put out a post on Facebook or share a status. I really didn't even tell all of our friends and family because I was just, well, it makes it more real whenever you say it. And the more people that know, it's like, I don't know, it just felt like too much. And so I wanted to kind of wait and hopefully give us time that it would be a mild case and that everybody would be okay. And that's what I'm praying and believing and claiming over our household and our family. But aside from that, there's also been a lot of things going on in the world. A lot of you have heard about things going on in Afghanistan and just see probably the heartbreaking images and videos and things. I shared one on my Instagram stories and I'm sometimes hesitant to share things like that because I don't ever want to be the cause of someone's anxiety. I don't ever want to be a trigger for that. But at the same time, I am very much for, you know, acknowledging reality, acknowledging what is and not turning a blind eye to something just because it makes you uncomfortable and then trying to be a part of the solution. So what can we do? And of course, in this situation, we feel very helpless. But if you are a fellow believer, if you're a Christian, if you're a sister in Christ, then what we can do, there are a lot of things that we can do. And I think the most important thing is just prayer. It sounds so simple. It sounds so easy, but it's actually really difficult to sit down and make that time. It's really difficult to make that a priority. So I want to challenge you, if you are a sister in Christ, to pray for Afghanistan, pray for these families, pray for the women and children, pray for the Christians that are there, basically running for their lives and hiding. The Taliban has said in not so many words that they know where these Christians are and they're coming to find them. They're basically hunting them down. And that is terrifying to think about. I can't imagine how they feel. And so we just really need to be praying for them and for that situation specifically. So like I said, whenever these kinds of things happen and these situations come up, maybe it's like a big world event or something happens that kind of shakes you to your core. Do you know those kinds of things I'm talking about? It kind of just shakes you and reminds you of what is important, what really matters. And it reminds you to just cling to truth and hope. And so I'm going to speak from a place of faith. It's not a requirement that anybody be a Christian or a believer in order to follow me or listen to anything that I do or put out. But I do know that there are a lot of women who are Christians. They claim the Christian faith. And if that's you, then you're going to probably resonate with a lot of what I share. I hope that it's going to be encouraging and be a reminder for you. And if not, if that's not you, it's okay. You're still welcome here. Like, I hope this is still encouraging and that you still take something from today's episode because it can be applied to your life. So I hope that what I share over the next few minutes will really just remind you of some things and remind you of truth and give you something that you can cling to and hold on to throughout your 
days and just kind of remember. So let's get started. So one of the reasons why I've been so hesitant to kind of share my faith or share things faith-based is because I didn't go to Bible college. I'm not a Bible teacher. I'm just a regular woman who reads the Bible most of the time. I've been super inconsistent with my quiet times over the years. I've probably strayed, quote unquote, many times. And there's been seasons when I've questioned my faith. I've questioned whether God was with me. I've questioned whether or not it was all real, just like real life things that as a believer you kind of face. And so I don't come at this. I don't share from a place of knowing it all or being a Bible scholar. That's not me. So I just got to get that out there in the open. <laughs> like if you're coming here for Bible teaching, I'm not your girl for that. But what I am going to do is just kind of share some things that the Lord has laid on my heart and some lessons that I've kind of taken from what he's shown me the past couple weeks and especially this week. It is really hard to trust that God is good and that he is with us and that he is present and hands-on and all the things that we know are true about him. But it's not always easy to believe those things, especially whenever you don't feel it, when you don't feel good, when things don't feel right and churchy and nice and pretty, because sometimes that's not life. Life is ugly. Life is messy. It's nasty. It's gross. There are things that are hard and difficult and that hurt you. And it's not always easy to believe that he's still good through all of those things. That takes like a different level of faith that I've found in my own life. I found that to be true, that it requires me to kind of level up in my faith. If I want to truly believe that God is good during times like these, like what we're experiencing right now. Earlier in the week, I was reminded of a passage in Daniel 3, where the king is going to throw in Radshat, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire. And they say... If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. So they believe that God is able to save them. And then they say, but even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you that we will never serve your gods. We're never going to worship these golden statues that you've set up. They believe fully that the Lord can save them from this fiery furnace. But they say, even if he doesn't. That's the kind of faith that I feel like we need in today's times, that even if faith, because it's not always easy whenever it comes down to it, whenever it comes down to your household getting COVID, when your spouse gets COVID, when your family member passes from COVID, when your family is a missionary over in Afghanistan, when your friends are living in Afghanistan and they're trapped and can't get out, when it comes down to it in your real life, everyday situations, are you able to say that he is still good? And that's something that I've had to wrestle with. It's something that I've weeped over this week because I question and I ask God, why? Why in the world is this happening? Why are things like this happening in our world? And it doesn't feel fair. And I know logically that life is not fair, regardless of whether or not you're a believer. Life is not fair. Life is just life. Things happen and it is what it is. We live in a fallen, broken world. We live in a place of our flesh and things are just not fair. And so we also don't always understand. So I feel like that what we as Christians are being called to always, but especially now is difficult to live in that even if faith, even if he doesn't, even if this happens, he's still good. And I'm going to tell you, when you face that for yourself, with your own family members, with your own loved ones, it changes things. It gives you a whole new perspective and it shakes you to your core. 
Because you think about the what ifs and then you ask, would I still have the faith to say and believe that God is still good? And that is really hard to do. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know 100% that I would just, you know, continue to be strong in my faith and believing that God is good. But even through those times, I know that he is He is good and he always has a plan even when we don't understand it, even when we can't see it. And I have found that to be a recurring theme in my life over and over and over. When I was trying to conceive and I couldn't get pregnant, whenever things happened in my life that I didn't understand, whenever extended family members hurt me in ways that I did not understand, when they hurt my other family members in ways that I didn't understand, whenever relationships were broken, when trust was broken, real life stuff that people go through that They're not sharing with you on Instagram. They're not posting that status on their Facebook. But I promise you that they're going through it. They're going through real stuff just like you are because I've been through it. You've been through it. We've all been through it because we're humans. I don't have to know your story. I don't have to sit down with you and have a three hour long conversation, although I would love to do that. But I don't have to have those conversations with you to know that you've been through hard things in your life because we all have. And I've seen it played out every single time to where God shows me and reminds me that he's got this. I don't have to see the big picture. I don't have to understand every single thing and why every single thing happens. I don't have to know every single next step in order to trust him. I just have to do what I know to do, the basics. You got to get back to the basics. So maybe that's what you needed to hear today. Just get back to the basics. Do what you know, stick to what you know, and take the next right step every single day, regardless of what that looks like for you, whatever it is for you. It's going to be different for everybody, but do those things. There are so many ways that we can be proactive. There are so many ways that we have a choice in the ways that we can show up and the things that we can do every single day. We can control our mindset. We can control our perspective. We control our reactions. We control the way we respond. We control the things we think about. It's all in the word. There's references for all of it. And I want to share more of this. I want to start sharing more of my faith because really it's just a part of who I am. It's just integrated into my identity. It all blends. The desire of my heart is that you always see light and that people recognize or see something different about me and my account and the content that I produce. I don't always get it right because I'm still human. But at the end of the day, my goal and my aim is to share the love of Christ, share a message of hope and of light and of encouragement because I truly believe we need more of that today. And if you cling to that truth that you know and you remind yourself of things that you know to be true, that is your greatest weapon of defense. It's how you fight back. And so I want to share more about how I do that practically in my life because I lived for so long in a beat down, stuck, defeated mentality. And I know Satan loved every single second of it. He did. He loved every single second because I wasn't showing the light of Christ in a way that I could. It wasn't as bright as it could have been because I had things. I was still in bondage to a lot of things. And so those things weighed me down. It was heavy. And whenever I could finally deal with some of that, it's like the flame got a little bit brighter. Things got a little bit clearer. I know that I can live in freedom and my outlook on life is just totally different. So I want to spend every single day that God gives me sharing that message with people. So that's why I shared that I kind of have felt the shift and it's been coming for a while and I'm still trying to figure out what exactly it looks like, but I'm definitely shifting into a place where I share more about faith and how it ties into practically my life. 
So I hope that that's encouraging and maybe that's something you're interested in. You'll stick around. Um, And if not, that's okay. There's really no hard feelings around any of it. I want the people who need to be here and who want to hear the things that I have to say and to share to be here. And if that's not you, then that's okay. So I want to share one more thing because this is kind of a longer episode than usual. Okay, two more things. Sorry, I forgot about one of them. The night that I shared or the day that I shared on Instagram, I think it was Wednesday, about questioning and struggling through wrestling with believing that God is still good, even when all of this around me feels really heavy, it feels really dark, it feels questionable, like an unknown. I don't know what's going to happen. That night, I was listening to some music. I typically do that in the shower. I'll play my phone. And so I had worship music on and the song Evidence by Josh Baldwin, I think that's his name. It was the very first song that came on these are what the lyrics say. Now you gotta you gotta keep in mind the context here. I had just shared about how we question the goodness of God when we only see our circumstances and when we are looking at our situations. These are some of the lyrics. He says, All throughout my history, your faithfulness has walked beside me. In every season from where I'm standing, I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. I see your promises and fulfillment all over my life. Help me remember when I'm weak. Fear may come, but fear will leave. You lead my heart to victory. You are my strength and you always will be. And so he's basically talking about seeing the evidence of God and his goodness in your life. And I think that that's something that we really have to do, especially in these times when it feels really dark, when it feels really heavy, when it feels really hard to see the light. We have to be intentional in reminding ourselves of the goodness of God. We have to intentionally remind ourselves of his faithfulness in the past and how he has always been there for us. He's never left us. He will not forsake us. And he is good regardless of what your immediate circumstances look like. So I wanted to share that. And then one final thing, because I opened up my Bible app this morning. I don't know if anybody else uses version, but today's verse was Psalms 68. 19. It says, praise the Lord, praise God, our Savior, for each day he carries us in his arms. And I could have just wept right there whenever I read that because so many times I get carried away. I get so worked up. I get so caught up in trying to have a plan or needing to know the outcome and feeling helpless and not knowing what to do. And at the end of the day, all we need to do, all we should do is just to be still. We need to be. We just need less doing and more being because he is going to carry us. He bears our burdens, it says, depending on the version that you read. And so wherever this finds you, I hope that that encourages you that he's with you. He's carrying you. He's carrying me. He's carrying those in Afghanistan, all over the world. If you're a believer and you know him as your savior, then he's carrying you. All we have to do is just trust and rest and be, and that's the hard part. So remember that. Remind yourself of these truths as you go about your day, as you go about your week. Share this with a friend if you know that they're struggling as well, because like I said, I think a lot of us are struggling and we're having a hard time with the things that are going on in our world and even our personal personal lives. So I hope that this meets you right where you are. And I trust that he's going to speak in your life and move in your life. And I'm praying that over you. I pray for peace. And until next time, remember you're made for more. He has so much for you. He wants you to live in a life of abundance and peace and joy and true peace and true joy and true abundance are found in him.